I was teaching at a conference several years ago, and the topic was that was not in the planner. And an interesting thing happened at the very end. A lady came up to me and said, you won't believe what just happened. I got word that our home burned down, and everyone's fine, and our pets are safe, but that was not in the planner. How many of you have had something happen within the past year that was not in your planner? Life is like that. It really is. No matter what has happened in your life, God saw it coming. In this lesson, we're going to cover four things that we can do when we're facing things that were not in our planner, but they are in God's plan. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. If you've listened to the podcast at Keep the Heart for any length of time, you've probably already noticed that there are verses that I tend to repeat. And that's because they are on my list of favorites. Proverbs 20, verse 24 certainly is one of those where it says, Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? It's a statement followed by a question. We don't always understand why something's happening the way it does, but there are things we can do with the unexpected. If you're taking notes, there'll just be four points in this brief lesson, and then I'm going to share something with you at the end. But number one, we can face the fears. Face those fears. Psalm 56.3 should be memorized and on a note card and stuck in your purse or wallet because it'll help you to remember that what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. We can trust in God when we're afraid, but I love how the verse doesn't say if I am afraid. It says what time on purpose. We need to remember that things can change in a moment, not just in a day or a week. And accepting this is really accepting how the threads are woven into the fabric of life. It's just going to be a common part of our lives that there's going to be dark threads woven in with the colorful, vibrant, happy threads. I have to face the fact that I don't have my mom on this side of heaven anymore. How many of you lost a loved one? I thought that that was some of the worst pain a person could ever feel until my husband passed away. And then I thought, well, now what am I going to do? I couldn't even imagine how life could go on. I just couldn't even imagine it. But only God knew. My initial reaction to having life change so dramatically was fear. Fear is an initial reaction, but it doesn't have to become a permanent operating system. After the fear, I finally had to analyze it. What was I afraid of? Was I afraid of trying to figure out how to navigate life without a spouse? At first, when mom passed away, I was afraid of trying to navigate life without a parent. Even though my husband was alive and well at that time, I was thinking, but what about my trusted confidant? How many of you have that relationship with your mom where you could sit down at the kitchen table and talk about anything? I mean, anything. My mom was one of my favorite counselors, but then when she passed, I just thought, okay, I I don't know how to do this. I do not know how to do this. That was actually my training for a greater loss. And yes, there are greater losses. Losing a parent is one form of pain. 
Losing a spouse is another. And if we have to put them on levels, which we hate to do because we love everyone in our circle of loved ones, but honestly, the difference between losing a parent and losing a one flesh is dramatic. I mean, I don't even have to explain that to you if you're married, I'm sure. But both are giant losses. And it's not surprising that we default to a reaction of fearfulness because we don't know how we're going to go on. The same thing can happen when you have an unexpected thing happening in your life with your health or with a job loss or with any other kind of a change that's sudden. We tend to be afraid of sudden fear. That's why the scripture tells us to be not afraid of sudden fear in Proverbs 3, because it's our automatic system. So what can we remember? We can remember this. Remember that God can be trusted. No matter what happens, we can face those fears if we'll face them with God. Number two in what to do with the unexpected when it wasn't in our planner, face the frustrations. I love what Job said in Job 10 verse 1. He was speaking so, well, humanly. How could he not? He was a mere man. We tend to almost put Job on a status and a level that's superhuman, but he was not a supernatural being. He was a man who was ferociously attacked by the devil, and his life was hanging in the balance, but he was a man, and he spoke like a man when he said this in Job 10.1, my soul is weary of my life. I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. All that verse, I can hear the anguish in Job's voice. I can imagine the look on his pain-filled face. Do you know that it's common to want to complain when things have gone wrong? But we eventually have to stop or we're going to stray into bitterness. Job even went so far as to wonder why he had even been born. It says so in Job 10:18. Wherefore then hast thou brought me forth out of the womb? Oh, that I had given up the ghost, and no, I had seen me. Oh, now that's a day of darkness when you're starting to feel like, why was I even born? When we're frustrated, there's a tendency to have irrational thoughts and even to behave irrationally. Please be careful. Don't wait to get help just because you're afraid of what others may think. Too many people are pretending to be fine when they're hanging by a thread. If you're having thoughts that are hazardous, such as suicide or depression, if you're deeply in the dark, seek help now. Someone with you even, someone in your home or close to you in your life may be able to help. But lay out those frustrations in prayer and then get the help as needed. Number three in what we can do with the unexpected, face the facts. Listen to Psalm 28, verse 7. It says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. We will praise God again, but there'll be some time during a trial when we won't feel like praising. Faulty thinking can choke us during trials. Don't allow yourself to entertain the lie that you've been abandoned by God. You have not been abandoned. Don't believe that. Face the facts. That's not a fact. That's a lie. So we need to stick to scripture like super glue. 
God will use the word to comfort us and to guide our thinking. He's the one who transforms us by the renewing of our mind. That's why we do not, absolutely do not want to stop taking in the word of God. Now, I said taking in rather than reading because I'm such a fan of audio Bibles, particularly during a difficult time. I like to read my paper Bible, turn the pages, mark it up, take notes, write down definitions, all those study habits. But when you're in a fiery trial or even a situation where you don't have access to your paper Bible, you want to be really good about getting the word any way you can. Whether it's an audio Bible or a digital Bible, the point is to stick to scripture because that's how we can stick to the facts. And then finally, under number three, expect the Lord to give you strength. It's a fact that he can do it, but it's also a fact we cannot. We can't strengthen ourselves. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace, it says in Psalm 29, 11. It's a supernatural strength that comes from God. It's not a natural human strength that we possess. And so don't even be worried about the fact that you may not feel particularly strong. The feelings aren't the facts. Stick to the facts. And remember that even though situations change, God never changes. And finally, number four, face the fire. What fire am I talking about? The refining fire. Job 23.10 says, But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. You know that we're all prone to want life to be comfortable and to fit into neat little boxes. But it usually isn't, and it doesn't. (laughs) It's just the way life goes. It's not neat and tidy. It's messy, and it bulges out of the box. But things that are hard make us stronger. You're going through something right now that is strengthening you in ways that you would never be strengthened in were you not going through that trial. We don't like that fact. We don't like facing the fire. But it's interesting, the fire is so much like a remodeling project. We hate the dust, we hate the mess, but we love the finished product. Going through the fire is a painful process. Do not be surprised at the depth of the pain, but you will be quite amazed at the outcome afterwards. You know, it's just not that God strengthens us. That's not all there is to it. The Lord is magnified when we'll allow him to take us through difficulties and when we go with him willingly. I love how it says in Psalm 50, verse 15, and call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. We can't wait to tell others what God has done for us when we've walked through the flames and came out on the other side not even smelling like smoke. You've probably been through something like this before. And it is an awesome experience, isn't it? This is for God's glory. It's not just about us. So our to-do under number four is to do this. Let God refine you through trials, adversity, and affliction. For years, I had a magnet on my fridge with this quote. If you're not happy today, what day are you waiting for? I have a heart procedure coming up in the hospital, and it'll actually be the day after this episode posts. And so I'd appreciate your prayers as I go through and submit to some procedures that are going to hopefully help the heart condition that I've been living with for a while. But I'm going into this with the knowledge that I can go into anything with God. 
I wouldn't want to do this on my own. This will be my first medical adventure that I've done that's significant without my husband on this side of heaven. And that alone was enough to give me, oh, I'd say a good full afternoon of tears. But life is perfectly imperfect. So instead of expecting things to always go the way that we'd like them to go, it's a good idea to be realistic and accept the fact that things will happen that were not in our planner, but they are in God's plan. There'll be a lot of things that happen in our lives that weren't in the planner. But as it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Are you going through something that you have not thanked God for yet? This is your time to do so. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You in Christ Unconditionally. I See You is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.